0: Okay, welcome everybody, welcome Young Living Enthusiasts, that's how I like to look at ourselves. Welcome to the Monday Night Call, my name is Monty Moran, I am a Young Living Silver. I've been with Young Living for five years now, and if you're new to the call, welcome, it's always fun to have new people on. Uh, and get ready to take notes, because I know uh, we got some really fantastic stuff on this one today, and I feel like I, I'm on Periscope, but I feel like, hey, if anybody's going to convention, throw hearts out or... If you have anybody that wants to get on the call, share but we're not on Periscope, so I'll hold off on that. That's another story. But as you may have heard, this is a Young Living team call, but it's with a twist of zest, and this is how we do it. We reach out to all Young Living members, downline, upline, crossline, cross countries, cross international borders. Uh, We frequently have Young Living corporate staff on to help educate us on fantastic happenings in their corporate world. Uh, and sometimes I even have people on who have nothing to do with Young Living, but they have a compelling, compelling message to share. Uh, and you can see those on the on the calls recorded. And you can access, you know, it's way. This might be our hundredth call right now, so you can anybody can access these calls, the hundred past calls, to simply become wow. a member, a free member at DiamondFactory.SmartMember.com. So it's DiamondFactory.SmartMember.com tell you this diamond thing is just catchy. Uh, You can log on to be a free member and you have access to download, not just listen to the the calls on the website, but you can actually download the calls. Uh, The premium members, so if you decide, you know what, I want to see what else you guys have, you can become a premium member and you have access to our ever-growing training modules. And we have it set up as a college course where we go from like the 100 level, like 101, how do you get started kind of deals up to the 400 level, 400 level would be more like a leadership kind of stuff, and that's only 14.95 a month. Uh, we kept it low, you know, but we want to make sure the people who are on it they want to, want to be on it. It's I think it's a sweet spot for a price. Uh, but take notice, I talked about this just a little bit. A lot of the great leaders are on Periscope right now. Periscope's kind of a new thing. It's a, it was bought by Twitter not too long ago. Jen Springer's on at Rebel underscore Health. Uh, I'm on Periscope at Oil Slicked without the D. Oh, sorry. Oil Slicked without the E. (laughs) Almost screwed that one up. Uh, Jen talks about a lot of crazy stuff. I basically talk about what me and Dwight are going to be talking about tonight. Uh, Oh, shoot. It's August. Convention time is this week. I feel like we should ask for more hearts for convention. Uh, I know, Dwight, you're going to the second session. A lot of people are in the first session also. The convention's sold out. That's fantastic for even two sessions. But the promos for August, as of now, I have to say as of now because you never know it might change if they sell out. All right. So if anybody's on Essential Rewards, the bonus is five mils of of basil. Okay. And then I'll just that ties into everything else. So if you're on Essential Rewards, you get that basil bonus. If you hit 190 PV for August, you get the um, you get 15 mil of peppermint. And I'll tell you, here's what I do with Peppermint. Everyone talks about, you know, how to fix people. But you know what I do is I have toe shoes. And if anybody knows toe shoes or even sandals or flip-flops for that matter, you go barefoot. And if you go barefoot for more than 10 days, things get funky. Peppermint helps with that. And also, (laughs) if anybody's a runner, Peppermint on your feet, mind you, okay, let me back up a little bit. I do run, but it's like tongue-in-cheek because for me, a 5K is like running a marathon. So if I'm out training for a 5K, that first mile is going to be an indicator whether I either keep going for the next two miles or if I decide to hang it up. When I do peppermint on my feet, and mind you, sweat, water intensifies it. it. usually hits about that one mile mark where you're like, oh, I don't know, and then peppermint kicks in and all of a sudden you feel like you're running on air. That's my favorite use for peppermint. It's so phenomenal. So that's for the 190 PV. And then add the peppermint to the 250 PV and also add 20 bonus ER points. And that's always sweet because we're always looking for more points. And then add all that up. And then with the 300 PV, also add longevity soft gels. And obviously the name pretty much describes what it does. Uh, And the longevity soft gels is like frankincense, clove, thyme, and orange. So that's my spiel with the promos. Uh, and I know it's convention going on, there's going to be a lot of other crazy stuff going out there, but I love doing promos because it's, it's it's one of the ways to get more free stuff. It's like a it's like an additional way to get paid, is the way I look at it. Okay, so on the call tonight is Dwight DePalmer, and anybody who has two capital letters in their last name has to be somebody phenomenal. <laughs> <clears throat> and uh, you know, Dwight, I've been watching you with your diamond maker, and it's the things you do is phenomenal, and I know when we talked, you started telling me about your, your history, and I have to just kind of lay this out first. What is a genius who is a software engineer, software sales, who has experience with tech startups, what is a guy like you doing in essential oils business?
1: Right, right, exactly. Uh, I, I, for, for my wife and I, I mean, there's, there's a history there. There's a story about uh, you know my, our, our son, uh, Colin, when he was six years old he was having these headaches and they thought it might be allergies and tried to, you know, figure out no bananas and thought it might be migraines. And then we had a, we got really, I, I got a really bad feeling about it and eventually convinced the pediatrician to do a CAT scan and it turned out to be a brain tumor, uh, the size of a baseball in his head, uh, which the neurosurgeon said normally, it doesn't go detected because it's so rare. And, uh, and that typically when he gets these children, they, they come in in a coma because they passed into a coma in the middle of the night and a lot of brain damage, et cetera. And so he, you know, that, that, at the time, we were, we were real, you know, health nuts. You know, uh, his favorite meal was uh, Kraft macaroni and cheese and Oscar Mayer hot dogs. And for those of you uh, nutrition buffs uh, out there, uh, nitrates are not supposed to be good for you. There's a few few problems with that. Uh, and, uh, you, know, at, you know, praise God he survived that. They were able to remove it. Uh, it hadn't penetrated the brain stem. Uh, and uh, he, you know, he, he's, he turned 16 not long ago.
0: So, wow, uh, that's an amazing story right there. Yeah,
1: and, and it really uh, it really impacted us in a huge way. And my wife really began to, to, to go, wow, why, you know, why is it that you know my parents, you know, when someone said cancer, it was like, oh, whoa, something so rare. And now everybody knows a lot of people what's happening in our environment and you know, how we're poisoning ourselves with chemicals and our food and all these different things. And she she became a, a crunchy mama uh, way back, you know, about uh, about ten years ago. And that's really stuck with us. Uh, you know, my path was very much in, uh, you know, I was, you know, doing software. Originally, I did uh, about nine years of software engineering, building software, and then I went into sales and sales engineering, and it turned out to make a lot more money uh, doing that, and it was a lot more fun because I had to work with customers and a lot and a lot of variety of customers and learn how they did their business. And so, really, everything was, was firing for us in a big way. It was sort of very much the dream, you know, for for the guy who grew up in, you, know, in, you know living in mobile homes, you know, making, you know, six figures is really big deal, right? Uh, as, you know, as you can imagine, uh, everything you'd ever want, right? Right. And, I mean, we were, we were living in Lake Tahoe, so we had a 4,000-square-foot house uh, uh, near Lake Tahoe, and I would drive up the mountain every day to work, and uh, my base salary was 200 a year at the time. Uh, oh, that's but, rough. But
0: here's,
1: yeah, that's it was rough, tough. It was you're tough d- duty. Man. Yeah,
0: you're feeling sorry for me now, right? Yeah, totally. Because <laughs> <Well, laughs> was thinking, what is this guy doing if he's already making six figures plus, and then he's How'd you get into oils?
1: Right, right, exactly. Uh and, and I mean but here's here's the clash. I mean for one thing here's the here's a spoiler alert it, it, and that is uh you know spending is like a gas. It expands to fit the container, right? Uh so you know making a lot of money doesn't necessarily mean you'll have a lot of money. In fact when when I was, you know, when we had that big house and making all that money uh and uh you know, Lexus in the driveway, um I did my net worth calculation, Monty, and here's here's the really, really depressing part. My net worth was lower then in my late 30s than it was when I was 24 years old and making 19 grand a year just out of school. Uh, so if you added it all up and then added everything I owed up, um, I was worth less than I was when I was making $19,000 a year. So really, I didn't own all that stuff. All that stuff owned me. Um, there's
0: really. an eye-opener right
1: there. Yeah, it's, it's it was not a not a great feeling. And, and you, know, you, you encumber all these things and then – You've got to keep up with it, and, you know, it, it, so, so I know what it's like not to have uh, freedom, uh, but to have a lot of, of cash, right? Uh, and then I was also, I traveled a lot. Uh, in my last job in software, I traveled uh, constantly internationally, uh, and my, my children were growing up, and, and uh, you know, my 14-year-old came to me one, one uh, afternoon on a Saturday. I was in my office working, and he's like, Dad, I can tell you're really kind of stressed out and overloaded here, and what can I do to help, you know? And uh, and you know I guess I should have had that moment where like oh that's sweet son but in, my response was well dude if you could just keep everybody quiet and get out of my office that'd be a big help man uh, and that's a really lousy answer if you have a 14 year old even cares uh, if you're stressed out right yeah there's a uh, big and we gulp <laughs> yeah and my wife and I have seven children uh, and so uh, the chances of you know uh, I don't know funding the entire psycho you know uh, you know psychoanalysis uh, you know um, industry for, for many years from for my family, you know, it occurred to me that I might be uh, at having misplaced priorities, right? Uh, and so uh, my wife and I decided that we were going to do something different and spend more time together as a family. And so we decided that we would uh, do a big quality of life change, move up to a small town in uh, in northern Arizona in the mountains, Mile High, Pine Trees, lots of lakes, gorgeous area, and that we would start a, a health and wellness business and uh, smoothies, uh, you know, uh green smoothies, uh, raw juice, uh, this sort of thing, and my wife is an herbalist, and it give her a chance to practice with people, Uh, and we began to look at different different products and different things to carry in the store, Uh, and uh, essential oils were certainly on the list, and my wife had, uh, in her herbalist studies, had been exposed to essential oils, Uh, and then I was also exposed uh, to uh, network marketing a little bit, and you know, I can't say that I had a, an affinity for network marketing. You know, I had some friends uh, who um, were doing Herbalife, and I went to a couple of the meetings with them, you know, big pep rallies and a lot of people on stage, and I lost this many pounds. And, you know, I can poop great now and all these things, <laughs> a lot of excitement, a lot of energy, uh, but really didn't feel to me like something I really wanted to be involved in. Uh, but what did really catch my eye is this whole idea of residual income. Uh, and when I my last exposure money was was to, to uh, network marketing was these you know, like Amway days, or, or my wife did Mary Kay back in the '90s. Uh, and and you know if, if you're familiar with Mary Kay compensation plan, um, if you leave the company, your 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 downline just is absorbed into the company. It doesn't go to anybody. If you uh, if you uh, pass away, you can't will that uh, that it, those residuals to somebody else. So really, it's a little bit like a job that has quite a big upside, right? But it's not the same kind of thing we're talking about with something like Young Living, where you can have a multi-generational legacy that you leave. Uh, so where you can build something that creates uh, the flywheel effect where momentum is, happens, and pretty soon it's not even your efforts. You're, 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 a, you're a facilitator and a helper and, a, and, a, and someone who tries to build people up, but you, you don't have the weight of carrying, you know, 12,000 members' worth of volume through your hands. Uh, whereas, you know, in, in high tech and in these, these executive management jobs, it was really – I mean, I couldn't – there were many, many uh, years that I didn't take any vacation at all because if I left for two weeks, never mind three or four weeks, things would just completely unravel, right? Uh, and so that that potential of having, A, something that my kids could inherit uh, or, or even potentially a business that you could sell that has a very high residual uh, amount – uh, or, or you know, or, or they could be multi generational and, and be an asset that that could you know outlive me. A very substantial asset became very very attractive. Uh, yeah, that's a so big that's deal. Really
0: where we came. When yeah. I was in college, I was exposed to quite a few network marketing groups, and um, actually, I should probably coin it differently. It's actually direct sales, and I you know I thought you know this is a good idea, but I tried a few, but nothing really stuck until I got to Young Living. I'm like, okay, this makes sense. Something I can get behind, but <clears throat> Quick story before you go on to the next part is, me and Jen had a party. It was just like a a fall gathering, and there was a lady we met who was selling Dove chocolate. Mind you, Dove chocolate also does direct sales, and Mm. we invited her. And she sold some chocolate, whatever. And so we started talking about business, and she she almost like flipped her wig. I mean, she was almost old enough; she probably could have had a wig. But anyway. For her, she I mean, we are talking about, you know, like how do you do your business, blah, blah, blah. and she said she does five to six uh, events each week. And if she doesn't do it, she doesn't make any money. Like every time so if somebody wanted more dub chocolate, they don't go to dub chocolate and go underneath their account or her. She has to actually take the orders, put in the orders, deliver the orders, that kind of thing, and if she doesn't do it she doesn't make any money. Versus That's like, like you job. said what we do we just keep gathering more people that like us and like what we do and like our products and I just keep ordering and we just go and find more people
1: yeah precisely and I think one of the things you know we had tried a number of different essential oils and I was very I, I, I personally I have to admit I was real skeptical about them. I'm like oh yeah yeah you smell it and it makes you all better really come on uh, of course my, my wife being you know studying you know the herbal uh, stuff for many many years understood the power of the of the plants that, that create these oils uh, but I also that the the quality is so variable, right? So the stuff that we pull out of the health food store, you know, that had no effect now is no surprise. Uh, but once I, I believe someone gifted my wife some Young Living oils, and we began to use them with our kids. Uh, and one particular thing is I have a I had a, a, a toddler. Uh, his name's Torin, uh, which means thunderous, uh, which I you know I it was a, an apt name. I didn't know at the time, but boy, he's something. And uh, you know there's you know do you, you have kids money?
0: Uh, yeah, one. Yeah.
1: There you go. So there, there's kind of the in our house there was kind of the dad nap ritual, which is you've got a willful toddler, you've got a playpen or whatever he's going to nap in, and dad stands in intimidated, stance for 15 to 25 minutes, and you know keeps <laughs> making him lay down until he goes to sleep, right? And uh, there was this oil called blend called Decent Calming that she began to rub on his feet, and he would just you know be out in like three, four minutes with no fight. And that got my attention. I was like, whoa, hold the <laughs> phone. Is this legal? Are you sure it's good for him? Uh, and then he would, com- he would come and ask for his oil for nap time. Uh, and, and so when you start seeing things like that happen in your family, suddenly it's like, wait a second. Um, and, and I, you, you're absolutely right. These things take on a life of their own and people use them for their own reasons. Uh, and, and then that's where the real momentum comes from. And I, I think I, I read in a couple of different network marketing books, including uh, GoPro from Eric Worre, uh, it, it That is, you know, it, I could be a network marketer for Apple products because I will tell you exactly why an Apple laptop is worth twice as much as a Dell. Uh, and I'll tell you, I've used every phone out there from Palm Pilots on up through Androids and, and Windows phones and everything else. And I'll tell you why, for a lot of people, the iPhone is the, the best choice. So in a sense, I'm a network marketer, marketer for Apple. Uh, I just don't get cutting on the comp plan, but I, I would recommend them no matter what. And I think Young Living has that same kind of thing. I would recommend Young Living oils just because of how amazing they are and how much we believe in them and what they've done for our family, uh, e- even if it wasn't about that. And so I, like I, I got in when I was like 19 or something. Somebody got me into Amway, uh, and I, I just can't say that I was all that passionate about the soap, right? Uh, uh, it wasn't wasn't the same thing. I wouldn't necessarily go around recommending Amway uh, laundry detergent, uh, Tide or whatever else was out there at the time, uh, just because of how amazingly attracted I was to it, right? And so I think when yeah, people
0: there's find nothing it, sexy
1: about that. No, no, there's nothing sexy. When you're 19, you barely do laundry anyway. You know, I'm I was, <laughs> no kidding. I was just not. I was a very poor poster child. I could draw the circles, but no one believed me, and I really wasn't passionate about the products, and surprise, surprise. Oh, yeah, because you nowhere. didn't believe
0: yourself, so they caught that.
1: Exactly, uh, whereas you're, you're something like Young Living, and, I mean, there's there's story after story after story of the people who, you know, in our, just our circle that have had dramatic uh, improvements in their health and wellness, uh, you know, when using these oils. And, and I think that that's really, really appealing. If somebody finds something that they're that they're passionate about and they would recommend even without the compensation plan, now you have a killer combo when you do something like uh, Young Living, where I, I did, uh, you know, there's, there's a website out there you can, guys can look up called MLM Rehab. Great site, a lot of information about MLM.
0: I That's know you've seen the site,
1: Mountie, but, yeah. uh, you know, they, they, they dissect all the comp plans. so while I was studying network marketing as this potential for, for a way for us to kind of uh, have really the whole package a good income, a residual, something that lasts a long, long time, and then the all-important flexibility uh, and and uh, the ability to have time freedom, uh, which is a huge deal. And nobody has that, uh, for the most part, who has a, a good income. Maybe someone got got really wealthy off a of startup company, sold their stock, and now they have a a big pile of money for a little while that they can then have time freedom on. But those are very rare cases. You don't see it, but you see it in network marketing, good companies. And, and the young living compensation plan is just out of sight. I mean, it's really it's a hybrid. It is the best of, 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 of many plans. I think it is probably in the top five or ten percent of plans across any network marketing company. Uh, and so, you know, I, there's I think you know if you if you look at us five, six, seven years from now, um, it's going to be a really, really good decision that we that we did uh, take network marketing seriously. Uh, and and that you know that residual thing. I mean, I I, I here's a, here's a confession for you. I don't have a degree. I never got a, a college degree. I went to uh, went to college for a couple of years. Uh, decided I was going to be a, a, a mechanical engineer because I when you look at the book in this counselor's office, they have a salary column. So I went down the salary column, picked a number I really liked, and then went over to the left and said, so I'm going to be a mechanical engineer. Um, but it turns out that I'm I'm really not that good at math, and you have to be really really good at math. Uh, to do that. And so I then switched gears and went to a computer tech school for 18 months where you learn like 11 computer languages in 18 months. It's very immersive. No humanities, uh, nothing, just pure tech. Uh, But I never got a degree. And so at one point, I was considering going back and getting my MBA, right? And it would have taken me, you know, three, four, five years, and I would have spent a lot of money on that. And when you compare going back and getting your MBA or going and getting your four year degree, uh and uh compared to investing 4 or 5 years in network marketing there's just really no contest i mean it's not even close i might i've got a student loan at the end the first one and i i make make more money but not dramatically more money not not like a gold makes or a diamond makes at all and so really i i think it's it's an incredible opportunity uh and it it's just not well understood by a lot of people but that's that's why you know that's why we're here for sure
0: i agree and it's uh you know, even if you had no education, and you got into network marketing. There is so much information on how to do this that mm-hmm. anybody could anybody could do it. It's just usually we get in our own way. Um, I mean, yes, you've got stuff. Now. We've got stuff. Um, all the the big huge emoluments like um, Randy Gage has got his his thing, and I mean, there's books out there that you could be immersed in for five years straight. You know, I, there's tons of information out there. But um, I just wanna I wanna Touch on one thing. You were a tech startup, weren't you, or you were part of a few tech startups, weren't you?
1: Yeah, I've done a couple. I, 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 we left uh, – when I – my first major um, sales engineering job, I left that company, and three of us started it, uh, a company called Touchscape uh, that was quite successful for a good number of years. And uh, they uh, – we raised $12 million worth of venture capital to start that company uh, and just built it all from the ground up. Um, and then I, I was with another company for six years, where I joined when they were quite young. They were, you know, had uh, you know eight or twelve people maybe, uh, and then we grew that company to you know uh, $10, $11 dollars a year in revenue and about a hundred people. Uh, and so yeah, I've done the done the startup thing.
0: Again, okay. I'm just I'm prefacing this because we're going from a guy who's software engineer, software sales, done tech startups. He's doing uh, your healthy habit store, and then all of a sudden you're into Young Living. It's like, <clears throat> most people would say, Why doesn't that guy like keep doing what he's doing and and you know your the story is time is more important than the money, and when you actually learn how to leverage the money comes with it anyway
1: absolutely, yeah, absolutely, and I think there's also there, there's so i've worked i've worked for some very large companies you know the the, the oracles of the world sebel uh, microsoft uh, I, so I've worked for these very large very um well, I would say more, more akin to the Death Star than, than, than other places you'd see in the Star Wars universe. Uh, and so you know, a lot of bureaucracy, very, very difficult to serve a customer sometimes and that sort of thing, but also you know, very stable, very huge, you know, all that, those sort of benefits. And those environments were frustrating for me because I think I'm an entrepreneur at heart. You know, I, I really like to be creative. I like to solve problems, and I like to just invent stuff and go see if it works, right? Uh, and, and so startups were very appealing, but they have their own set of issues, right? There's definitely you know the 60, 70, 80 hour a week. I mean, we literally in one of my startups we had we had hammocks uh, because people would sleep in the office sometimes and go get four hours sleep and get up code again because uh, we're trying to get something out the door. And so life balance isn't particularly good in in, in startup companies. Uh, but, no. but but in the in the corporate environment there's a, there's 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 a there's a risk that you might help somebody. Beneath you uh, too much, right? So if I really mentor somebody and I I really give them a hand up and I believe in them, uh, then you know, you know, young guy on my staff or whatever, uh, there's a good chance that sooner or later I'm going to get laid off and they're going to give him my job because he'll work for less money because he's 10 years younger than me, right? This is how corporate America functions at a lot of levels. Network marketing is the polar opposite. Uh, You can't get it wrong if you just completely go all out and help. Other people in your downline achieve their dreams, and that propels people to tremendous heights. Uh, it's built into the model, so that is also very, very
0: appealing, I think. And I don't know if you know all this, but <clears throat> Mary Young, CEO now, and for the longest time, I think forever, she's the one that actually signs the checks. Back when they changed the comp plan, I can't remember what year it was, 2011, maybe, 2012. Mm-hmm. She actually went through, and this is, mind you, not we're at like two or three million people uh, members right now, but back when there's like less than a quarter million, she would actually go through the business growers, go through the comp plans and see how they're getting paid and couldn't figure out why everyone's getting stuck at executive. Mm-hmm. And she totally revamped the comp plan, and now that whole rising star bonus, That her idea is, if you can yep. get people started right away and getting money in their pockets, they're going to get more excited and, and do more. And their whole philosophy is money that goes into good people's pockets will end up causing more good things to happen. That's their whole philosophy. And so, yeah, she changed that yeah. comp plan for us. You know, and that's a Mind you, co- technically they are corporate, but corporate is actually helping us grow a business from the start. That's yeah, huge.
1: and the the culture is there, right? Absolutely. Uh, and, and I think I think one of the difficult things about network marketing, and one of the reasons that people fail in it so often, uh, you know, some people are just not, you know, self starters, and there's those kind of things. You know, not everybody's cut out to be an entrepreneur. But I think also it's front loaded. You you work pretty hard for pretty long, and you don't get a lot of money. Someone doesn't say, Hey, I'm going to give you. Seventy thousand dollars a year to work part time on your network marketing business. It's really just okay. the opposite. You probably spend up spending a bunch of money every month on products and training and that sort of thing. And, and it maybe takes you a year to get critical mass or whatever. Uh, and my wife with Young Living, she's she's an executive. God willing, we'll hit silver in six this month. Uh, and but there's that there, there's that critical mass that begins to build, right? Yeah. Um, and but you know it's it's like uh, I've heard the you know analogy I'm sure you have too is pushing the car up the hill right and then once it gets to the top you know give it a good shove downward because now you're going to pick up speed but there is that, that kind of uh, weight that it, that it takes to keep people morale up and not have them bummed out or quitting too early or that sort of thing and so I think that rising star bonus and the way that they reworked the plant, uh, comp plan is was pure genius and in fact it, it sure has paid off because I mean what Young Living grew more than they had in 20 years this last year or something like that.
0: Oh, it, yeah. Um, I'm not even going to quote the numbers, but it used to be 10% growth every year, and then all of a sudden, the last 18 months, it, it skyrocketed. I mean, they went from a $190 million company to a billion in 18 months. Wow. Wow. You know, and I, it's that comp plan is people figure it out. If you actually follow the rising star bonus, instead of trying to build your first two legs for executive and silver, build your seven legs. You know, get seven and then let them just build them and just follow the leader pretty much is what you do. Simple. Mm-hmm. And I know I got stuck. I was in that mindset of, okay, just get my two legs, get the executive and keep building and get the silver. Now I'm like, all right, now I'm working on another leg, working on another leg, that kind of deal. So learn from my lesson, do the writing Star bonus, get seven people going right away, and, and then just let it churn. It'll, it'll, it'll come, and it comes fast. Yeah, I mean there's
1: only so much you can focus on at one time, uh, but that like you said that bonus kind of guides you through where you're gonna plan next because uh, in in our case our, our upline diamonds are they're, they're amazing people uh they built their business kind of differently than than a lot of has because they have uh, they have ten children she's a homeschooling mom uh you know he's a, he was a pastor you know and so you know they make almost as much as teachers do uh and and so uh they he actually asked her to to quit by doing young living and wasting her time blogging about it uh, to write a book uh, which they would make maybe 20 grand off of or 25 because that would really help their family. Uh, And she said, I'll do it, but if you would, uh, you promised to read the comp plan and study that. And I know there are a lot of people making money doing this, so if you would take a look at that, then I'll consider writing the book. And of course, he went away for several weeks and and really studied it thoroughly and came back and went, huh, let's hold on to the book a minute. Maybe we should try this a little bit. Um, but and, and they they
0: made they made diamond in about three and a half years. Oh, well, that's uh, amazing! So, I mean, going from writing a book and making twenty grand to <laughs> being diamond in three years. Yeah. yeah
1: exactly. And, and if you see the if you see the the photos of them, so if you look at photos of them, uh, you know, uh, five six years ago, uh, and photos of them now, I'm telling you, they look younger than they did, you know, long ago. I mean, they they're they're just vibrant and healthy, and they're having such a great time. Uh, and that's and that's really also a huge payoff. Um, but the, but for them, they built they built an organization and they 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 were one leg short. So they actually had someone in their downline make diamond before they did, and they had plenty of volume uh, Monty, for diamond, but they hadn't built that width like you're talking about. And as a result, they were one leg short. And the compensation, as you know, from switching at the same amount of volume from platinum to diamond, that's that's a substantial amount of cash. And so uh, you know they. Uh, you know, there's, there's some technique in, in structuring things out and, uh, and using strategic placement and that sort of thing. And uh, and they also didn't have mentors. So their, uh, their upline had been uh, very successful, and then they, they achieved a certain amount of, of, of uh, income, and then they went off and did what they really wanted to do, and they were just not present. And so they didn't have anybody in the upline that mentored them. So it's really just extraordinary, I think, that they, they achieved that. And they're such, such great people. They're actually coming out to this little mountain town in Arizona in, in September and going to do an event for us uh, because they're, that's what they're doing now as diamonds are spending more time with their family and they're traveling around and boosting up uh, you know, little rising stars and budding execs. And, uh, buddy and I, I think that's just... You know you just don't see that in other industries.
0: Yeah, I agree. That's super cool. Um, let's get into some really nitty-gritty stuff because I, we talked mm. about this on uh, Saturday. Facebook... What's your take on Facebook? I mean, should you get a Facebook page? Should you do the boosting so people can see your your post? Uh, right, you know, right. What do you do? So, like, how do you, What do you do social media-wise?
1: So I, I got active in, in some of the forums, uh, in, in Young Living forums in particular. I was, I was kind of surprised that, uh, you know, it's, it's sort of a mystery how to get something done on Facebook. And then, of course, the FDA stuff has come up. And so uh, Facebook can be somewhat mysterious, and I think a lot of people put the energy in the wrong spot and expecting results, and then it's kind of discouraging. Uh, like we talked about, you can create a business page. My wife did the business page. She paid for the automatic posts, so every day good content is getting put on there, etc. And I don't think we've gotten a single sign up ever uh, from that business page. Uh, and the the. The, thing, the rules have changed. What Facebook was like three years ago is different than it is now. So they, they became you – know, they went public. Uh, they're corporately held. They've been losing money for many, many years before that. And they had to start figuring out a way to make money. At first, it was like a land grab. They wanted to get this huge graph, and they did. Even Google could not come out against them and win because Google, Google is actually getting out of the social media business essentially. Um, and and you know, they went full force right with Google+. Plus. Uh, and so getting that big graph is important, but now they also have to make some money. So what they've done with business pages is, is that they have essentially reduced your reach, what they would call organic reach. So if you had a thousand people like your page, uh, you know, anybody on the phone out there, raise your hand if you'd like a thousand people to like your business page. Sounds awesome, right? Well, it used to be. If, if you if you had a thousand people that liked you and said, Hey, I'm interested in hearing about this company, and you posted something on your business page, you would get um, maybe seven eight hundred people that would see that on their feeds, it would get pushed out to those people.
0: Well, what yeah. Facebook so has done, is that makes sense, it, right? Sure, yeah. It makes and, sense. and you know, make a Facebook makes, page and get a thousand people, and three quarters and two thirds of three quarters and see it. They keep plugged in, and then Facebook changed their algorithms and their business. Yes. Yeah. Very much, yeah. They started about two years ago, and then just this past February,
1: they restricted it even even more. So, yeah, they have they they've gotten very very aggressive. So basically, if you have a business page, the good thing about that is you can advertise, and advertising on Facebook is not that expensive. Uh, but I, I believe there's much much more effective ways to do that than spending a lot of money on ads. There's some some place for ads, uh, but basically, if you have a thousand people now and you post something out there and you don't pay the money to Facebook to have it boosted. Um, you'd be lucky if like 50 people saw it. So instead of eight or 900, you got 50 people seeing your stuff. Uh, and there, the healthy habit page. You've know, been there, done that. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. The, the healthy habit page has about 850 people, and I've been tracking exactly what happens and watching it just go downhill, right? Um, so, so really, it's all about your personal feed in some ways. And I think there's a good combination. The other thing that's extremely powerful that you you also experience money is groups. Uh, groups are like the, the secret weapon in Facebook. If you can get a bunch of people in a group and be a little bit active in that group where they comment or like things once in a while, a ton of those people are going to see your stuff and you get a lot of organic reach. And it's much more engaging because on a business page, it's, it sort of feels like people go there like it's a website, like you're going to tell them some great stuff and they're going to maybe say they like, but it's not really a place where you're going to ask a lot of questions and cut up or you know that sort of thing, whereas groups are very much that way. Uh, so to give you an example that we, we did, when we launched Diamond Maker, we launched a uh, Diamond Maker business page, and I spent $500 in advertising promoting that uh, by getting people to watch a free training video and to get them exposed to it. Uh, and that garnered a little over 50 people liking that page, by the way, so now I can post something and five people see it. <laughs> <Woo>! uh, <laughs> hey, I had to do the test, right? Uh, and then I, I started a private group, uh, which is also called Diamond Maker, and uh, you know, Diamond Maker with no, no space in it. And that group, uh, in the first week, had 1,200 people join that group. Yeah, hello.
0: Uh, and
1: we, we were producing freebies every day, a couple free graphics every day, and I produced some tutorials about how to find transparent graphics on Facebook very easily, how to find high-resolution graphics on on, uh, on Google with Google Search. Very, very simple to do, but it's kind of buried and hidden, and so people don't know how to do that, and they spend their time putting, you know, bottles on with a white, big old white border around them or whatever, and it's depressing, right? <laughs> uh, and, and so some tutorials like that that I thought, these are nuggets that people really want to enjoy. And, and to, for 1,200 people to join, and the group's over 2,000 now, and it's about a month old, right? So there's, there's a group of an audience that I can reach very, very effectively with zero cost. Uh, and, and you can also do things in a group you can't do on a business page. Like when we got to 1,986 uh, members in our group, I took a screenshot, and I said, hey, any uh, any you, and you people out there born in '86, right? And there was this huge burst of '80s threads and people posting big hair and you know guys who look very respectable now with mullets. Uh, and it was just a riot. There were there were like a couple of hundred comments on that one irreverent thread, right? Uh, and it was you know the thread was kind of like, hey, we're growing and this is a cool place to be and uh, you know you know you're cool people. And but it's a it's a lot more fun to do those sort of things in the group. And then that can be a platform to get things out there. Um, the other thing we've done is we've run contests. We use something called GLEAM, uh, G-L-E-A-M. Io as an in input/output. So GLEAM. Io. Uh, there's a couple of others out there uh, that are that are very, very good at this. And, and you can run contests and say, hey, if you like my page, if you uh, retweet one of my tweets, uh, if you uh, if you uh, like some, uh, follow me on Instagram, um, you know, if you if you go to my blog and you comment on my blog. You get points for everything you do, and then I'm going to do this big giveaway, right? And so we gave away things like the, we have these really gorgeous tent uh, business cards, with so four panels, very nicely done, uh, very high-end uh, business cards, and they're for 2,500 of those cards. It's 400 bucks, right? 3.99. And so we gave away a, a couple sets of those cards, and uh, we ran that contest. Well, during that contest, uh, there were there were over 2,000 entries. So 2,000 people shared not to random people like an advertisement that would go out, right, where, where random people you target them because there are certain demographics. They're, they're a young living member. They're between the ages of, you know, 28 and 42. Whatever it is, you target advertising, and it's over in, the, over in the side or it's a post, but it's obviously an ad. Instead of that, you have people who know people that they are liked by saying, hey, help me win this contest and check it out. They've got like 50 great free graphics you can stick your name on and go share them. So now there's – everybody has – there's something in it for everybody. The person is helping their friend out, and then they get exposed to the Diamond Maker material, and they would go, wait a second. I could use this. And that, it just blew up. So our, our page – our poor anemic business page that had like 50 likes for 500 bucks, I spent no more on that, but it was one of the things that I had for people to like or go, go take a look at that the free graphics library. Uh, and, and that page now has close to 700 likes on it uh, for no extra expense. And it's a useful tool now. As it grows, it will be a little more useful. Um, and, and then the, the group also, we, we have uh, particular things that are exclusive where you can only find it in the group. So like if you want to go out, we give like the actual source, the layers, the text. You can actually edit these graphics. So if we've got a, a graphic that says uh, – like I have got one that was probably not particularly politically correct – uh, which is, uh, on the light, light the fire thing, which is 10 bucks off these, this amazing new kit, which I think is just, wow. Um, and it, it's gets 10 bucks off and it was like vouchers. We don't need no stinking vouchers. You know, it's got that great scene <laughs> out of the old movie and, you know, but maybe that's not your style. If you don't want them to say that, you want them to say something else. You have something funny in mind or something more straight in mind. And so we gave away the, the, the source, the Photoshop source to those and showed people how to edit it with a free editor called Pixlr. So it's Pixlr dot com slash editor and it's a a clone of Photoshop on the web that's free and Photoshop now by the way is only ten bucks a month on a subscription so there's links on our blog about where you can get Photoshop for ten bucks a month Um, I have in the past spent seven or eight hundred dollars on different versions of Photoshop uh, over the years and now you can rent it for ten bucks a month it's amazing and and so we had tutorials here's how to edit them here's the layers and those so if you wanted the, the the graphics were out there on the blog but if you wanted the source to them where you could totally create your own stuff, that's only in the private uh, Facebook group. So that drives people into that group. Uh, and if you get, and then there's the YouTube channel where we, where we where publicize the thing, and then, of course, Twitter and, and Instagram. Um, and so you know, that, those things are not as tough as they you – know, they're not that difficult, really, but there are really some cardinal rules, and you can really spend a lot of energy and get no results, or you can spend a reasonable amount of energy and get phenomenal results. Um, and one of those things is visual, right? Facebook is very much a visual media. And now the, the feed is far more crowded than it ever been before. I mean, I sometimes spend like fifteen, 20 minutes just reading my feed. That's like reading a morning newspaper or something right yeah. when they had when they had paper. Um, right. but really, I mean it's, there's a lot of stuff on the feed. So if someone posts and someone spends like 15 minutes and really writes a great paragraph, it's very compelling. It's all about something that happened from from convention this week. It's very exciting, and they post that, and there's no picture. Uh, th- there's about a 80% chance that people are going to take their little thumb on their iPhone and scroll right past that puppy and not even read that text, right? You got to have something that stops them and go, "Whoa, what's with the Mexican guy and the attitude?" Uh, you know, or whatever it is. You know, <laughs> what's this gorgeous? You know, whatever it is, or uh, you know, the 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 you know, the, you've seen one of the graphics out there, which is you you can't say. You cannot say. Just to be clear, you know, insomnia or allergy or any of these things anymore, right? This is a big no. Uh, and there's, there's there's graphics out there that you have a picture, a bottle of lavender, and it says, "I'm great in bed." Well, <laughs> you got to stop this. Whoa, 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 what is that, right? So
0: that'll get your attention.
1: That'll get your and lavender is great in bed. Maybe it freshens your sheet. But you know, if you if you're not sure what they mean by that, go ahead and ask them. And that's great, right? So the other thing is you don't need to convey an entire message to somebody or tell them a story or get them to a certain point of understanding. Really what you need to do is start a conversation. And when you get that private message from somebody like, oh, nice graphic, huh? great and then you can have a real conversation that's not out in the public where someone's going to pull it up and take screenshots and send it to compliance because you didn't say the right word in the right order or something. <laughs> right. Now you've got an actual one-on-one interaction, which is where the power of relationship marketing really comes in.
0: Yeah, and then you're not out curing the wounded or saving the tofu burgers. You're just having fun. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And, and I think there's,
1: I think there's an opportunity. I, think I originally started writing this book about how just how to rock Facebook, you know, uh, Instagram and Twitter for network marketing because I was really fascinated with this this kind of new way uh, to do uh, to do network marketing. And, and I'd originally thought with with my wife's business that we needed to, we, we had joined under people who weren't local to us. They're in Illinois, we're in Arizona, and Prescott. And I thought, well, if we don't get connected into a local group, maybe, we've, maybe we're doing it wrong here because, you know, there's local training and, the, you know, these people get together face-to-face and you go to a restaurant and have their meetings and whatever it is, right? And, and as I began to study more and more, I realized that's really not how network marketing works in the, in the current age
0: uh, because, right. you
1: know, if you're successful – your group is not going to be in Prescott, Arizona, or Dallas, Texas. They're going to be all over the place because it's people who who love this stuff, who know people who love this stuff, and then those people who know people who love this stuff. And that's going to spread you out probably in your in your organization. When you're pushing gold, it's probably all over the world at some degree.
0: I just crossed the pond this spring, so I'm pretty excited about that. But Yeah. Yeah, I mean, how do you do that? It's like that It's a whole misnomer that you know you can only grow – Locally, I mean, obviously it's easy to do it, but with technology nowadays, and most people just like you guys and your upline. It's people once you get plugged in, you just do it. You know, it's not like you need to be handheld and okay, Dwight, come to this meeting with us and we'll get you on stage, kind of stuff. You don't have to do that. You can just yeah, the the, the classic oil because you, you got
1: you got sandals on your my feet and make you know. them smell better. Yeah, like there's a couple stories in a couple of different network marketing books where the guy didn't didn't leave the meeting because he came in his sponsor's car and he couldn't couldn't go otherwise he would have left, you know that sort of thing. <laughs> that old technique. I'm gonna to get you to a hotel meeting. I'm picking you up, you know. It's, it, it, but that's really kind of not how it works anymore. Certainly not how it works in a company like Young Living. And people no. people also move around a lot, especially in the United States. I mean, we must have moved uh, half a dozen dozen times maybe uh, over the years because if you know better job, uh, new position, okay, let's pack up and move to Phoenix, let's pack up and move to Tahoe, and so we moved around quite a lot of it. and then when that happens with people, they're spread out all over the place and the powerful thing is that thread of people, that relationship that you have where people trust you and they know you're not, you know, some kind of hacker, some kind of person who just hawk whatever it was that they had and, and, you know, try to shoo them into something that wasn't good for them. You're somebody that they actually believe in for other reasons and that that's really a tremendously powerful thing And and and, and the way that people stay connected now are these social media components, and so it's not necessarily about boiling the ocean of meeting a whole lot of strangers. Just driving through those connections uh, and, and having those those warm, uh, warm people—not uh, just your own, but the the people that you're connected to, and then their people. Um, and I can talk a little bit about how we do Facebook classes as well, that that really exercises that. Um, but but definitely. Social media is, is tremendously powerful. In fact, our uplines they built almost their entire business by just writing a really, really great, authentic blog about how they use Young Living with their family. Uh, it's the Common Sense Mom. Uh, so if you go out there, commonsensemom.com. And uh, my wife had been reading uh, some of Stacy's articles and had read some of her other blog stuff on another topic. And, and she thought, this is a neat lady, and I can totally relate to her. And uh, so when it came time for us to join Young Living, uh, then it was like, wow, yeah, let's 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 give, you know let's ping her, and she pinged her on Facebook and said, hey, you know, you don't know me, but yeah, I read one of your books and blah blah, and uh, you know, which is which was uh, on, on uh, raising maidens of virtue, so ra- raising virtuous women in, in the, the modern age, right, in the age of Prada, and <laughs> and so, wow. but you know, yeah, yeah, no no small task, but totally doable, um, so they say. We'll see. Uh, my, my girls are very young, uh, but all, all of her older brothers do own shotguns. So just as a precaution, <laughs> Arizona, yeah. you know. Um, but classic. you know, so, so she blogged, and then Liz hit her up on Facebook. Uh, you know, Stacy picked up the phone and called her. It's very gracious. Spent you know half hour, forty five minutes talking about you know the oils and the, the, the health products and what she thought and. How professional accounts work. So we have we started a smoothie shop and we wanted to stock products in there. And Young Living is also one of the few companies out there in network marketing that has that professional component where you can sell the products in a retail establishment. And they did it in such a way that it doesn't interfere with. In fact, I think it greatly amplifies uh, the, the network marketing component of it. Uh, and so you know she she sounded great. And so we you know she signed up under under Stacy. But Stacy built Stacy and James built that business uh, very much with that blog. And she I don't think she had ever had a a home party uh, you know, until maybe three years in or something like that. So she was probably, you know, pressing on diamond before she had her first home party.
0: And and it really just speaks to so how That's a big thing to say right there. I mean a lot of people isn't think
1: it? Yeah. 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 People are like, I've got i I've got to push this on my friends and family and guilt them into buying a bunch of products that's gonna sit on the shelf or, or I've gotta uh, you know, I've gotta hold home parties and, you know, I've got I've got seven kids at home and, you know, it's it's you know, keeping them quiet for forty five minutes or, you know, an hour and a half is lovely you know whatever you know whatever the thing is you know or finding a clean spot in the house to to do it might be hard whatever the barrier is right uh, yep. but but there there are many many ways to build this business because young living doesn't tell you how to do it they don't put you in a cubicle they don't give you a, a an employee manual about exactly what you have to do and when you have to show up for work it's an it's your business and you can build it any way that's effective and i think the opportunity is very much there with social social media Um, the other passion that we have is, is for moms, right? So, so my wife, when my wife left her to be home with our first kid, which we thought would be probably temporary, you know, until he got to be preschool age or something like that. But it was important enough that, that, uh, you know, I think I was, I was making uh, 42,000 a year and she was making 35 a year. And so for her to stay home uh, and and be a full-time mom was a was a pretty big choice for us at the time, and uh, you know really crippled our dual-income, no child lifestyle, which was basically <laughs> you know hey, uh, look I, I I want a new gadget, ding, uh, let's go down to Fry's Electronics and tear it up, um, right. and, and but in in retrospect there is there's not a single better investment I could have made in any of that than my wife becoming that full-time mom, and and uh, and she's 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 never gone back to a, a traditional career. Um, but, but moms, I mean, what's up with this this mom job? I mean, it's like, uh, you know, they, they, the, the pay stinks, uh, the vacation schedule is just awful, right? And it's one of those few careers that you can get into where if you go to a, an outing uh, and people say, oh, well, what do you do? I'm, I'm a full-time mom. Oh, well, what did you do before you were a full-time mom?
0: It, or what, what are you going to do after your kids go to school, right? Yeah, <laughs> moms as as it's a hindrance or something.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's, it's like a non-job, right? Okay. Um, and, and, and then, in, you know, in the modern day, I know a good number of, of you know, dads out there who, you know, the, the budget's pressing on them. They got to make, you know, make ends meet. And mom going out, uh, full-time mom decides, you know, hey, let's go work at Target three or four days a week or barista at Starbucks or something. You know, what job's it like, honey? Uh, because – you know, I got to pay the second car insurance payment, and I've got to—we've got to do whatever. We got to do some debt reduction or whatever it is, right? And so, so network marketing is an incredibly powerful way for people to to, to be able to work around their schedules. Be, you know, in this case, that like what I'm talking about here, being a full-time mom, and then do something very, very powerful, and potentially even get their
0: husband out of that corporate job that he
1: hates, right?
0: Uh, you know, you can see it all over the place now with Young Living. How many guys have? have dropped their jobs to help their wives.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, and in our group we have one uh, that, you know, just recently about, uh, I'd say about three months ago, and he left his job, went home to be a full-time dad, and then he wrote a book on uh, essential oils and the Bible, and and it's uh, it's called The Aroma of Worship, and so it's about – the, the the oils in the Bible that were used for worship and what they were used for and it's it's a journal that you go through and you have this experience it's like 14 day or 21 day experience with the oils and the scriptures you know targeted at Christians who maybe has never thought about that before right and you know and and, and I mean I think the book holds so like 500 copies the first day he put it out uh, and there was, there was never a time when he was going to consider sitting down and writing a book like that and not worrying about whether it sold any copies or not just because it was – this is a cool thing to do, right? So now he's spending a lot of time with his kids. He's supporting his wife and their, their partners in this business, and he's, he wrote a book that he never would have had a chance to write. And this all happened you know, in this past year because uh, of the Young Living business, which originally he kind of considered you know, potentially a burden on their budget. Like, oh, how much are you spending on ER you know? Yeah. And looking back now, he's like, oh, I wish I'd have spent twice as much on a year, or five times as much, right? <laughs> totally.
0: Retrospect. Yeah, I know. That's super cool, you know, because really I, there's so much... People ask... When people ask about the oil, it's like, you know, is this a new thing? I'm like, are you kidding me? This stuff has been around thousands of years. It's, you know, and then people who write those books about ancient scripture, and all the Bible, and I mean, you can go across pretty much any religion, and they have or tradition, for that matter, they've got the oils somehow, some way, using the oils, and it's like this isn't yeah, this stuff. It, it, it's been around forever.
1: Yeah, I mean, you open
0: up King Tut's tomb, and you
1: find that it's been robbed, but the gold and the and the silver and the platinum are still there. What's up with that? Well, they took the oils. Uh, it tells you a couple things, right? One, is those oils were what, a couple thousand years old, right? So any oil yeah. you buy at a health food store with an expiration date is suspect. Uh, <laughs> no kidding. <and> then, yep. <laughs> And then in that, in, in that area, the oils are so effective for so many things and so powerful and so concentrated that they were physically more valuable, you know, pound by pound to pack out of that tomb than, than the gold was. And that's, that's like, wow, right? And there were leaders, leaders of it. Um, Nero, uh, you know, one of the great, um, you know, uh, lovely, lovely men who, who ran Rome, uh, although I think he can burn Christians alive yeah. for sport. At any rate, he threw some great <laughs> parties, uh, and he rose oil. He was obsessed with rose and rose oil. And so he, when he threw these these parties in modern-day terms, there have been 3 or $4 million worth of rose essential oil for every one of the parties that he threw. So essential oils are not new at all, um, but you know I think they're, they're sort of been a kind of a forgotten art and that, that really uh, Young Living has has really brought back into American culture where, where it really wasn't here before and, uh, and, and really, I think, pioneered it. And, and, you know, at the same time, it's dying off in France because the lavender farms are getting sold off to build apartment complexes or the, the sons and daughters don't want to be farmers anymore or whatever it is. At the same time, you know, Gary's smuggling seeds in his boot through customs
0: so he can plant a farm. <laughs> it's,
1: uh, it's, uh, it's kind of ironic, really, but it's, uh, it's very retro, very retro.
0: It is, you know. Well, I guess you know Nero could be on our, our same page too because he wasn't using the rose oil to fix anything. It was a party, and exactly. You know, these last five minutes, we just talked about this. And give me the give me your analogy about, uh, you know, why somebody would want to choose it. We'll Let's talk about the beer one you told me about on Saturday. It's like, you know, why right. why would you do that? Right, right. So I think so. So originally,
1: when I wrote the book, it was all about how to get it done, right? How to, how to beat the system with Facebook? How to create really really compelling stuff? How to get your stuff seen, interacted on, and penetrate uh, you know the the the, uh, the airspace and, and people's attention and go get it done right? And then with yeah, the FDA crackdown,
0: how to stuff?
1: Right, right, exactly. But then but then what to say and how to say it became even more important. So I had to reformulate the book, which is now called uh, Social Success in the Age of the FDA, uh, because people really clammed up. I mean, I saw it on my wife's team. I mean, people just I mean, when Young Living did that last burst where Gary sort of freaked out a little bit and was like, we're going to enforce this if we have to cancel your stuff or put it on hold or whatever, people freaked out. And on on her team, they just shut up. I mean, you watch their Facebook feeds and there's kids and there's hobbies, but there's no oils because they're afraid to say something that might get them in trouble, right? Uh, And and that's a a big, big problem. But like you and I were talking about, um, the, the old way, which is like, hey, I've got a great digestive oil, uh, that might relieve irritable bowel and reduce flatulence. You know, this, this uh, kind of disease-claim-based or problem-fix-based messaging is actually not how advertising is done. It hasn't been for many, many years. If you look back to them, there's a chapter in the book. If you look back in the 30s or 40s and you see how things were advertised, it was kind of very much that way. It was like, you know, uh, you know a very kind of like, you know, m- mechanical problem, very sterile description of ingredients and fixing and blah you know, this, this is very important, you should use it type of stuff, right? Um, yeah. and, but, but if you look at modern times, uh, you know, that would be the equivalent of selling beer by saying, look, we have the best barley and the best hops, and our refineries have been, uh, you know, really upgraded with electronic equipment, and we brew uh, beer that is at least 17 or 18% more inebriating than other beers, right? Um, and, you know, it is, it is, uh, it is uh, very, very good for gaining weight. Uh, th- this is not how beer is advertised. Instead, you've got this this great party going on or sporting event. You got a couple fairly homely guys, and they're having a great time. The chicks all dig them. Something really funny happens that you're going to remember tomorrow and the next day, be thinking about it. And then, boom, you slap a beer logo up, and that's how advertising is done. It could even be a competitor's beer logo. The commercial so nonspecific to that particular brewer, <laughs> right?
0: Really? Yeah.
1: Yeah, humor and and, and all that. Th- that's that's how it works, right? So. What's to keep us from doing that same lavender in bed kind of thing or, or we don't need no thinking vouchers or, or just having some fun with it, not having to carry the burden of saying you know, uh, you know, something very, very specific or getting down in the nuts and bolts? Because really, if you're going to educate someone about oils, you're not going to do it in a Facebook post or, or Twitter feed or, or Instagram because there's just too much to know, and you, you need a conversation. Time. Yeah, I mean – The learning and, and, and curve also, is too high. Absolutely. Uh, so, I mean, the, the EODR, I mean, I could sit and read that thing. I mean, it is, it is an awesome book. But it's also a little intimidating, right? So I, I, we got the EODR, and then I bought uh, the Chemistry of Essential Oils,
0: right? Oh, there you Which go. Which is,
1: I don't know, twice as thick as the Bible? It's it's a pretty big read. Um, yeah. and, and it's it's very approachable, but still, you know, so it's basically, hey, if you're going to be credible and do these kind of, uh, you know, problem six kind of uh diagnostic kind of uh, selling, you really need to go read 4,000 pages worth of stuff. And by the way, if you do that for several years, you will still not be as good at it as, as many other people are, right? Because it's a huge – once you start learning about it, you feel like, oh, wow, there's a whole lot more that I need to know, right? And so the barrier of entry is very, very high when you approach that. Whereas if you just need to, to get people excited about something – uh, you know, and 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 convey a message and and get them into the loop of a conversation, and and you you can say like, Monty, you were saying, you're like, well, I don't actually know. Let's figure it out together. You know, let's you can crack open the book. you can Google this or whatever. Um, it's a whole lot more fun, and it relieves the burden of like I have to be kind of a, a little bit of an expert to, you know so people will believe me because I have to really know what I'm talking about. You don't have to know what you're talking about at all. I mean, those 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 people with the beer commercials, they don't know anything at all. Period, except how no, to make no you laugh, kidding. right? Yeah, and so if, if we apply that kind of fun, you know, lighthearted, uh, and, and create a starter of a conversation, not have a big conversation on, on social media, I think that is going to be way, way more powerful than the old way that we're doing it. Um, right now, we're a little bit stuck, I think, because it, it, it's sort of been like, the here, here's what not to do. You can't say this. You cannot say uh, uh, immunity. You can say, uh, support for a healthy immune system. Don't say autoimmune. Oh, it's, it's, it's the old psychology joke, which is, money. do not think of an elephant during this conversation. Under any right, I already not an not, elephant, not, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah not a, no, no circuses, no no mice with elephants either. Do not think of an elephant, right? So the elephants popped in your head, big ones, small ones, you know, like 12 times during that sense. So when you're telling people what not to do, it's very, very difficult for them to, to switch over to something to do. And that's really what diamond Makers is all about. Is to provide some really great stuff that you can just pick up, slap your name on it, and run. And it's it's fun. You can you can it's cool. It's creative, uh, and and you, you you don't have to worry about being compliant because we're going to take care of that for you. And and it's, it's leave you to really relate to
0: people and have some fun with this business. Yeah, because the door is wide open to have fun. Wide yeah, open. absolutely. And, and, yeah, and you actually, know, they my can, business card on the back of my business card says having fun one drop at a time. And I've had that card for uh, two years, I think, at least.
1: So you were ahead of the, the curve. whole FDA.
0: <laughs> because for me, it's, it's, I don't want to be the expert. I want to be the guy, that, you know, having fun with it. Even in my B&I groups, I hardly ever talked about fixing things. It was using the blends and putting combinations of blends together and saying, you know, maybe joy in friends. I want to enjoy my friends kind of deal. Bah, bah, oh, bah. yeah, and personal things. Like your story about the peppermint on the feet. I had never thought of that. And I'm like,
1: okay. I just, I got an Apple Watch for Father's Day. And one of the things about me is I'm – well, some people uh, misunderstand me and think that I'm somewhat type A, okay? Uh, And, you know, because I'm not a perfectionist. It's more like 98%, not 100%. And so as soon as the watch starts tracking what it is I'm doing, I have to go out and hammer it, right? And so I started walking because I'm too out of shape uh, to run, uh, and, and then I started walking a couple miles a day and then five or six miles a day and jogging a little bit here and there. And, of course, the watch, you know, is, is a great great way to see what I'm doing and then have to go, okay, this was good or that was bad. And, and, uh, and, and it kind of holds me accountable in some way. And it's, it's kind of fun, too, to see, hey, look what I did. Uh, well, But the peppermint on the feet thing, that's a great, great story. And there's a ton of those things out there that don't really have to do with, you know, some – you know, I had really bad, you know, irritable bowel syndrome and now I don't or I have fibromyalgia or whatever. And I think you know, if you get out of that wrapper and get into the more lighter side of things and just make it less about uh, you know, the symptom cure kind of mindset, it's it, you actually there's like a whole world of experience in your current uh, in your current experience with, with young living that you just need to reframe, right? Like when you have a great great picture and you take it to a framing shop they sit down and they figure out what to put around it, and suddenly that picture looks amazingly great, right? There's a reason life, yeah. people spend three, four, five hundred bucks on a frame, and that is because it makes the picture look so much better. If you know what you're doing, you take a little time, you go, "Wow!" So the same thing, same story, same content, same picture, but a different frame around it that doesn't, you know, get us in trouble. Um, so I, I think it's, I think it's an exciting time. And I think what people are going to find is the new people they recruit that don't get in that mindset of having to speak about it in that way, they're going to go fast and furious. Uh, and and we're going to realize that really maybe it wasn't even holding us back to some degree as opposed to something that we're really going to miss.
0: I agree. You know what I think, just to sum up the whole the whole story of what we just talked about is you got two guys with engineering backgrounds. I started in mechanical engineering. I did, in, did pre-med, and I'll – you know, we have a health background, but we're looking at this as let's not be so serious. Let's have some fun with this. You know, you think there could yeah. be some other group that would say that, but from our background, it's like, yeah, we're having fun with it, and I think that's exactly the way we need to do it is have fun with it. So that's yeah, the takeaway, I mean, everybody, is write this down, is figure out ways to have fun with the oils and not get so serious about it because there's so much more to do. And if you want to study, watch commercials because they're always doing stupid stuff and you still seem to remember it. We just need to do the same thing. It's Just have silly fun, and people remember, hey, that's the fun group. Let's go see what they're doing.
1: Yeah, and so we've got, we got a ton of content coming out. We're producing, you know, many many resources that are just plug and play. There's also on our on our uh, our, our public site, which is the Diamond Maker uh, public page. There's a oh, probably close to a hundred graphics out there now, and we get more every week. And you can just those are all free. You go out there, you pop them into uh, you know uh, any editor on the web that you use, you know PicMonkey or whatever, drop your member information on top of those and have at it. Uh, and there will be a lot more of that content to come. So, uh, and, and we've got turnkey uh, Facebook classes that have the script, the graphics. All you have to do is post it every few minutes and then have a conversation in the comments. Uh, and one of the things I, I – I know we're out of time, but I'll, I'll wrap it up here. But one of the things that we do is we do public Facebook classes and other techniques. So since the, 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 the Facebook class is public, if you can get people engaged and they start commenting, uh, we have had people, no joke, several times, Money we didn't know the person, and no one we invited to the class really knew the person, and they signed up for Young Living. And the reason for that is that the person that did get invited to a class had a friend who saw the post because they were commenting. Every time you comment on a post, it puts it on your public feed. And then one of their friends that they didn't even know, this other, the, the, the first person, that saw it, and then started commenting on the post and saying, oh, well, what about this? Or what about that? And pretty soon you're having a converse, conversation with Kevin Bacon, six degrees away, right? And, yeah. and Kevin Bacon signs up for Young Living. Uh, and, and, you know, that's, you know, it, it, you, you need to in a way that's good for the public, you know, where you, FDA compliant and all that. You have to do that anyway. And, uh, and you can really have some amazing things happen uh, with, with the right technique and some fun materials. So last plug, diamondmaker.rocks is the website. And uh, I guess this call will be recorded, and people, and, uh, maybe I can post some freebies specific for this audience money uh, in the next day or two.
0: Yeah, so diamondmaker.rocks. That's Correct. Awesome. Very good. Well, I'm going to unmute the lines, and this is the fun part where everybody says goodnight to you. So hold on a second while I unmute. Woohoo. Here we go. Thanks, Delight. Yep. Thank, Thank you. you. Goodbye, everybody. Thank hey, bye. Thank, Thank, you. You. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you.